opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the host and are not representative of their employers, spouses, or associates. If you haven't gathered from the title, the language used on the show is akin to that of a high school boys' locker room. Listener discretion is advised. The advice given in this podcast is worth what you pay for it, which is nothing. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another fun-filled episode of Effed Up Farming. I'm your host, Royce O'Neill. And, and I'm Tyler Martin. Just jump in there, Tyler. I am. We're in a rush. We've got to get this thing done. 30 minutes or less. Quick episode. Quick episode, boys. I really have time to open that bottle. This, oh, we got plenty of time for that. We'll slow it down <laughs> if we need to. Uh, this week's podcast is brought to you by Adversity Q. That is correct. Adversity a subsidiary Q. of Mo Enterprises. One of many. One of many. The Mo family. We could do that. Yeah. Uh, also, we've got Texas Beverage Package Store in Groom, Texas. Sweet little honey hole there in, on Main Street of Groom, or the main, the main street of Groom, but it's, what did we figure out? It's Broadway. Broadway the other day. So go by, check them out. Get you a rare bottle that hard, that's hard to find. It's got a 21-year-old rye sitting back behind the shelf right now. Very reasonably priced. Very reasonable. Very reasonably priced. Go in there, check it out. You know, we, we were in there just today, and, uh, you know, it's hard to decide what you want. It really is difficult. So, assuming your income will allow it, don't decide. Just buy it all. Also got the Livestock Podcast up in Hepburn, Saskatchewan. Curtis Reed. I think he's got a new one coming out sometime. I think he? he just dropped another one. Did he? I hadn't yeah. seen that. I hadn't been on my phone much this it afternoon. It was shoot side with somebody. Oh, it wasn't his podcast. No, he, I think he did a shoot oh, side was chat with, old, with uh, uh, somebody. What was that dude's name? Ferris, maybe. Yeah, something like that. Jared Ferris, something. I'm know. guessing with uh, with old Canada up there, it was a trimming shoot. Might have been a working shoot. You don't know that he was trimming in. Yeah, you don't know. <laughs> And here to introduce his own operation, our other longtime sponsor, Tommy Meek. How's it going, guys? You, wanna, you don't want to say anything about Meek Club Lambs? Well, we're, we're sponsored for the podcast. Uh, unfortunately, they uh, kind of forced us into that one, so we're here. Well, that's a little fucking rude. <laughs> if I'm just Wait, being honest. Forced you into it. Well, I remember so, you were begging for a part of this action. Well, you know, remember that some a of <laughs> the best lambs and some of the best people that you'll ever. No, meet. they are the best people, except for that fucking son of theirs. Well, that's why I'm saying some of the best. Two of them. Oh. Two out of three ain't bad. Yeah, I mean, I, I'll go as far as say three out of four. There you go. Which one are you call in the fourth one? Chantel. Okay. Well, I didn't know if we were going down to Tatum or what. So yeah, no, three out of four. We're just going to stick with the... It's not bad. That's original, passing. The original Meeks. That is Three out of four, that's 75%. Yeah. I mean, it got me through college. Unfortunately, one out of two, which is their children, that's a that's a fail. That's, an, that's, a, that's a 50. 50-50. So, I don't... Sorry. Gage Happens. B. Texas, like y'all got yeah. some sheeps? Yeah, we got a few sheep and a few hair sheep, uh, mostly medium wolves, uh, raises some show lambs, uh, it's been a been a rough year this year with the weather and everything, but uh, we're we're working on 
fixing to revamp a bunch of things, go through our use and get rid of a few and kind of change some of our rams out and kind of try to up our game a little bit again. So be looking for some coal sheep, meat club lambs. Coming to a cell barn near you. I was going to say, sheep what, on the cheap. What <laughs> like do you it. do with your coals in the club lamb? Uh, we take well, them to the cell barn. What cell barn? Uh, we go to Hobart. Oh, over okay. there in Oklahoma. Yeah. I've been to Hobart. Mm-hmm. I judged the stock show there once. I wasn't real sure where the closest sheep sale would be. No. That's that's pretty much the closest one to us. You're doing better. You know, Dad and Uncle Harold used to have to take them all the way to OKC. Yeah. And you can take them to San Angelo, but... That's a good. That's a good run. So it's a pretty far stretch. Yeah, good sale though. From what I've heard, but mm-hmm. you'd, you'd probably want to take a semi load if you're going to have to go all the way down to San Angelo, yeah. wouldn't you? Yeah. Oh yeah. And Amarillo was selling them for a little while, and I don't think they are anymore. I don't even think that sale barn's open. Anymore. I don't think it is. I was going to say the same thing. Because they haven't updated their Facebook. I was talking about that with somebody the other day. I don't and think we talked about it on here. Did we? If we didn't talk about it on here, we were up here. Okay. Never mind then. Fuck me, right? <laughs> okay, well, let's get into this here booze review brought to you by Texas Beverage and Package in Groom, Texas. What do you got, Tyler? I've got Wild Turkey Kentucky Spirit Single Barrel. This is barrel number 2041 stored in Warehouse M on Rick number 7. It was bottled on 3-2 of 22. It is 50.5%. 101 proof, Tommy. Uh-huh. So you try and do the math. Didn't want you to hurt yourself. And that's yeah. That's all the that's all the info we got on the old bottle. So I'm guessing this is a step above the wild turkey rare breed that we had a while back on the podcast. I mean, I would I would assume so. Once again, thanks to our generous sponsor at Texas Package and Beverage Store. So, Tommy, are you a big whiskey drinker? Not really. What kind of whiskeys do you drink if you do drink whiskey? Usually whatever you give me. Okay. Well, <laughs> nothing but the best. <laughs> Get into it. Get your nose. It smells very sweet. Very sweet. A little char. A little char in the oak that you can smell. Yep, yep. A little char, uh, a lot of sweet, like a like a caramel, like a caramel apple. Yeah, it is definitely a very sugary sweet. Um, I don't know if I'm getting the apple or not, but I'm getting the caramel. I think it smells like a caramel apple. Because you know how you dip the apple in the hot caramel and it kind of burns that skin just a little bit? Yeah. Kind of ties all that together. Yeah. Maybe a cherry. I could go cherry. I'm sticking with caramel apple. Maybe cherry. Yeah. yeah, you can kind of taste a little bit of that caramel apple in it. It's very smooth. It's very smooth, and I'm getting... Uh, there's something on the kind of back end of that. A spice? There is a little spice to it. Um, wow, that's, that is good. That's delightful. Very sweet. Not quite as sweet as it smells. Because it almost smells overly sweet. But it's very nice sweet. It's kind of thin. You put it over ice and it gets a little thinner. 
Yeah, I'm getting lots of lots it, of the caramel and the apple and the like apple pie spice. You know, like yeah. cloves on the back. Yeah, I would go with that. Not not real fond of the cloviness. I like it. Tommy, tasting notes, thoughts, critiques. <clears throat> I'm with you on the apple. Like I get like picking apple. some apple out of it. Yeah, and then the clove at the end, which I'm like, yeah, I'm not just a big fan of that kind of. See, it's not off-putting to me. It finishes. See, nice. I'm not big on cloves. I'm I'm not really either. But the way that finishes, it I I like the way it finishes. I'm I'm a fan. It it's it's good. I mean, don't get me wrong. I I like that part or everything but the cloviness. Yeah, that's that's where I'm running into some problems. I wish it was a touch thicker, a little oilier. Yeah, that which it does kind of coat your mouth, but it doesn't. Not as good as some of the others we've had. No, no, this is definitely not. Not to the quality that we have been on the run lately. We have had a really good quality. It is it is good. I do like it. I'm not trying to badmouth it here. Um, Tommy, give us a score. One to ten. Technically zero to ten. First score's right score. Don't second guess yourself. Think long, think wrong. I'm going to say like a six. Okay. I'm actually going to go five, seven, five on that. Still a pretty good score. I'm, go, I'm with Tommy. I'm a six. It's it's sure not bad. I wish it was a little thicker. And I, that cloviness, I'm having a hard time getting past. Uh, the clove was better once you got it on ice, to me. Yes. Yeah. Like it it kind of pulled it back. The bad part is it, it thins it out a little bit more, and it doesn't have a lot more to be thinned out. No. No. But definitely neat. above average for, oh. for what we scored it. Well, I mean, yeah, it's above a five, so that makes it above average. Yeah. Uh-huh. Just recapping. But it's yeah. good. It's a good bottle. Definitely check it out. And it wasn't that expensive either. 50, 60 bucks. Yeah, somewhere in that range. So, I mean, for a 101 proof, you know, select barrel, that's pretty reasonable. I, yeah, I thought so. Wouldn't you? But, yeah. yeah. So, there we go. We're looking at an average of just under six on the Kentucky Spirit by Wild Turkey. Definitely worth a try. Okay, moving on. Killing the day. You want to kill the day, or we're we talking about making everybody wait to the end for that? No, no, I catch no shit over that anyway. So I'm gonna go first, Tyler. Why don't you go first? And I'm gonna bring "If I Were the Devil" by Kobe Acuff. If I were the devil, first thing that I'd do is I'd come off like I ever gave a damn about you. Let you catch a peek of all your greatest desires Then I'd watch the flames in your eyes burn like hellfire A very good song. I like it. That's a good one. Have you heard that song before? Yeah. Cool album cover, too. It's got a buffalo on it. Big Gotta on, love buffaloes. Big on the buffaloes. Is this fucking amateur hour, or can you turn that goddamn phone off? God dang, bud. Calm down. You were angry before, now I'm angry. You're ruining my production value. Is that what this is? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, who's going next? Uh, Tommy, why don't you go ahead? All right, so mine is uh, Chicken McComico by American Aquarium. I don't think I pronounced that, that right. Because I'm pretty sure that's not right. <laughs> I, I mean, if you 
sounded out like hooked on phonics. <laughs> that would be correct, I think. He got all of the syllables in there. I tried real hard. I've been Chicama practicing Kamiko. all day. Chikama Kamiko. Why don't we let American Aquarium tell us how to say it? and wash off all this blame. Swim out past the breakers just to curse the maker's name. Try to find that piece of us we lost all those years ago out on the sinking sands of Chickamauga. I think Tommy was actually pretty close on that. He was. He was close. Not a hundred percent. That whole album is really good too. I don't know of an American Aquarium song that I don't like. Yeah. Which is funny because I rarely listen to them, but I if it pops up on Spotify or something, I'm always happy about it. And like uh, I think me and you were talking the other night about the 90s Legends. Oh, yeah. Albums that they did. Yeah, Those were good. Like they put out like what, two albums of 90s covers? Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't guess I've seen that one. Yeah. yeah they're, they're, they're OG 90s songs and they're cool. Yeah. The dog's got to come around and get all of her pats from everybody. Well, she wants to be petted. And had to be on the podcast. It's not her fault you're ignoring her. I petted her. I think everybody did. Well, I know I did. I know I did. We're pals. I know. Old old school pals. Oh, OGs, man. Pals from the old house. No doubt. Well, okay. That was a good song, Tommy. We appreciate your effort in pronouncing that. I tried real hard. Yeah, only because Royce reminded you. That's true. (laughs) (laughs) I I should have just let him wing it. (laughs) That'd have been better. I was afraid he was going to try and uh, weasel out of it, weasel out and go to a different song, and then I'd have to be the (laughs) asshole that called him out. Hey, Uh, what was that one you wanted us to recommend that you're too good to recommend now? There's a reason it hasn't come out yet. (laughs) (laughs) As I was driving this morning, I was thinking about what I was going to do for that, and then you texted me, I was like, (laughs) Well, crud. <laughs> I'm going to have to do that one. I should have just had it on the computer when you got up here. here here's your song, Tommy. So. All right. Well, I'm going to bring Explain from Corey Hunt and the Wise. Could you just tell me cause I can't sleep at night wake up and curse your name but I don't Good song. I like I like the instruments in it. Of course, who doesn't? I mean, got a different drum beat to it. A little bit, a little unique, but a little bit. So, but yeah, explain by Corn Hut and the Wise. Check them out today, as always. Support our artist that may or may not be friends or know that they're on here. Okay, moving on. <laughs> Tommy Meek. You may have noticed that I changed up the Mo Enterprises sponsor of the week. Went with Adversity Q. I did. I noticed that. Mm-hmm. So why don't you why don't you tell us a little bit about what you're here to promote? Uh, so we're here today to talk about the Jody Pallage Memorial Cook Off. 
so. <laughs> Your dog just ran over there trying to bite him. <laughs> I'm not surprised. And honestly, he did a really good job of keeping on talking until I started laughing about it. Rory, quit it. Okay. <laughs> Where were we? Uh, Jody Pallage Memorial Cook-Off. Yeah, so this thing started, well, me and my dad have been talking about doing a barbecue cook-off, like, for a long time. It just never really were in a spot to do it. Uh, and then when I moved home, he was like, this, this is our time now. We've got you and Terry here, and we can start this cook-off. And so, so our... Uh, alumni association started it uh, the year before covid so we had one year of it uh and adversity q that's how they got their name actually yep, we had a rough was, uh, go of it yeah they, they they showed up and all their meat was still frozen for yeah it was that, they, that point they got rained on their half their stuff got blown off their table onto the ground had to fight off a dog for it no, what else happened have it had uh, wood stole off my trailer. Oh, yeah. That first thing that morning. Uh, Meat was still about half frozen for some reason. Even though so, it had been thawed out. We, it's weird. Weird. Uh, so that that was the first one we had. I think we had like nine, eight, nine teams there that Yeah, year. well, y'all did it on a Friday. Yeah. We, so, yeah, I mean, like you had to have a pretty lenient career yeah, to be able to take off Friday before a long weekend. Mm-hmm. To go participate. Well, I mean, we, who in Mobiti doesn't have a open career like that, right? Yeah. Well, so we do it in conjunction with Labor Day, and the old Mobiti Jail Museum has a big celebration. And so that first day, that was we hadn't done it before. So that first time, that was the day that gave us. And then after that, they told us we could have Saturday. And so we set out for a year because uh, of COVID. And then last year. We uh, fired back up, and we uh, we lost one of our good friends, Jody Pallage, uh, during COVID. Uh, he was a big-time supporter of the Alumni Association and everything we did. His kids all went through the FFA program there at home, uh, and he was a big-time cooker. Uh, he, he traveled around. He had his own team, and they went to lots of different places all over cooking and, and barbecuing, and so... We just thought it'd be a good idea to turn it into the Jody Pallage Memorial uh, to raise money for a scholarship in his name. And so last year, it was the first year for it to be the Jody Pallage Memorial cook-off. Uh, so did he cook in the inaugural cook-off? Yes, he did. Okay. Really? Well, yes. that's interesting. Because yeah. if you recall, you stuck me and Parker out in the middle of fucking nowhere by ourselves. So we, we didn't get to talk to a lot of people. Yeah, I know. We, we were right, still, right out there where you guys belong. <laughs> we, we were still <laughs> yeah. learning. All right. Anyway, <laughs> that didn't take any knowledge to know to. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, but so well, he lied year, to do it. That's what pissed me off because he was like, yeah, just go out there. That's where everybody's got to go cook. Me and Parker are like, what are we fucking solo entries in this deal? Like we could see the high school kids in the junior division over, <laughs> oh, we're over across win, the boys, line. We're me and Parker's in there going, it's fucking bullshit, man. <laughs> Tommy came by to eat breakfast and we're like, what the fuck, dude? And then breakfast blew away. So him and Terry bailed on us and went Ate at the fucking cafe. Well, there wasn't nothing to eat. We so. cooked breakfast. <laughs> you just had to wait a little bit longer for it. Uh, but yeah, that that first year there was a lot of different uh, things we kind of had to learn because we'd never really put one on before, and so it seems like uh, such a simple concept. 
Well, yeah. But apparently it gets complicated pretty yeah. pretty quickly. Well, when, when you don't really know your location that well and you're trying to figure out where to put people and you don't know what they're going to show up with. And, like, y'all didn't need any power. And so we put y'all out there under the trees because that's where a lot of people were going to kind of be congregating next to the uh, pavilion and everything. It worked out really And then everybody the else showed up and they needed power. So we were like, well, I guess y'all can go over to the RV hookups. And so... Uh, now it's just open. Like you can come, basically set up wherever you want. Uh, there's RV hookups. They're first come, first serve. Uh, and so, if you want to bring, you can bring whatever you want to cook on. It's it's pretty laid back uh, kind of deal. It's just there to kind of have fun for us all to get together and have fun and enjoy each other's company and try to raise a little money for a scholarship. So, do, have y'all given out a scholarship yet? Not yet. Well, that Not was going to be so, my question. Yeah. Beach do it. You know, Last yeah. year, good job, bud. We were, we were trying to kind of gain some traction with it last year, and so basically, we didn't make any money off of it last year. We gave everything back to to the winners, and which was the mostly, winners. mostly y'all. What what all did y'all win? Y'all won the whole thing. Oh, uh, we, we got, got we got the one plaque overall. Yeah, I, I noticed uh, that when I got here. We got first in ribs, wasn't it? No, it's third in ribs because I've got that plaque in my house. We got third and ribs, first and chef's choice, and second and brisket. Is that right? Yeah, something like Y'all that. Y'all placed in everything I remember. Yeah. yeah, and that was the deal. Like after they announced brisket, we knew pretty much who was going to win overall because nobody else's name got called three times. Yeah. Because you know not everybody can be us. It's it's tough. I mean, heavy is the crown, as they yeah. say. Yeah. <laughs> so I remember like, that. I feel whenever like you Tommy's try to come knock it off our heads. I yeah. feel like Tommy's already painted a pretty good picture or target on her back though, calling us out on Facebook. Yeah, I did. I did. you did call us yeah. out on Facebook. I did call you out on Facebook. And you said somebody come beat these insufferable jackasses. <laughs> well, I'm tired of listening. I'm, to to I'm tired of listening to it. So, <laughs> you know, if you think you're tired of it, you should talk to my wife. Because <laughs> <laughs> in the words of Hurricane, we're champions. We do the cooking. You wait the tables. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot imagine why your wife would be tired of being talked to like that. I don't know. She's, she's going to be real mad when she gets her t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't heard about the t-shirt yet. <laughs> I can only imagine. It's neither here nor there. <laughs> so anyway, uh, when when is the cook-off? So it'll be that Saturday before Labor Day. So that'd be the third. Okay. So it's Labor Day weekend. Yes. It'll be that Saturday. So it's the third, I'm pretty sure. So, if a person was going to come and partake in this, what else could they look forward to at this event? Uh, so, this year, there's going to be a mud volleyball tournament. Oh, uh, that could be fun. Yeah. Ross, you're not signing up. <laughs> I am not signing up. Uh, there's usually some bounce houses set up for the kids. Uh, the jail is open, so you can go to the old jail in the museum. Uh, there's usually some live music during the day uh, at some point. Uh well, it's more of an would, afternoon type deal. Yeah, right? kind of afternoon. You know, we uh, might know more about this if somebody would quit sticking us back in a hole where nobody can see us. It's fine. I'm fine. I'm fine with that hole. It was out there exposed in the fucking open. That's what sucked. You went from one extreme to the other. Yeah, exposed to hidden. But anyway, <laughs> neither so, here nor there. Uh, Saturday night, there'll be a dance. Uh, I think it's. The Texas Pearl Snaps, which is kind of a little local band uh, that's playing this year. So uh, not quite the extravaganza that we put on in White. Dude. No, no, no. Nothing nothing close to that. Uh, 
but but it's always a good time. Uh, so uh, if a person doesn't want to cook off, but they want to come to the dance, is there like do they have to pay somebody or do they take donations? Or yeah, it's you have to pay to get in the dance, and I'm not sure how that's not that your, is. Not that's your not, pig, yeah. not your not, farm. Bring yeah. your money. Yeah, bring your come money. Come prepared. Uh, so and then the the FFA kids will be there set up. They sell ice cream. Usually do some kind of. Is this homemade deal. ice cream? Really good ice cream. Yeah, it's all homemade. That's what I thought. They have they partnered with the fire department and they bought I think two of like the big five gallon really? ice cream makers. Damn. And so they spend like an afternoon over there and they make a bunch of ice cream because it goes uh it's like Friday, Saturday. Keep just jumping up and hauling ass over there to bite him. <laughs> because he's Tommy. Uh but anyways, it's it's like three days long, and so they sell ice cream all three days, so they make a bunch. And Hurricane got some last year because she was running around with your mom and your daughter. And yeah. She said it was really good. So. And then in there's something going on Sunday. Yeah, so Sunday, if I had internet, I'd pull it up. But uh, do, you, do you not have internet? No. I don't have any service up here. Oh, hey, it actually came through. Maybe I do now. You don't really have to do the whole deal if you don't want to. I just thought it, you know. Oh, yeah. If so, you've got people that like might bring their family and spend the weekend or yeah. whatever. So, like, Friday uh, is the quilt show and the Kenneth White art exhibit. Uh, that evening, there's a fajita dinner. Wait, what did you say? The quilt show and the Kenneth White art exhibit. Well, that's interesting. Yeah, he's down, a pretty good artist. And you remember where the old school building is, like where y'all turned yeah. in the yeah. first year? It's, yeah, no, no, that was turned last in year. last year. Yeah. yeah, down there, well, like not kind of down from the jail. Uh, that's where the quilt show and the Kenneth White exhibit will be. Okay, okay. Uh, and then that night, Friday night, there's a fajita dinner. Uh, if that's fifteen dollars a plate. Uh. Some live music. Joel Brownlee and Friends. Uh, and then Saturday will be the 5K. Uh, Royce, the, you're allowed to sign up for that. <laughs> the the cook-off. Uh, the kids' fun run and ride. The parade. There's going to be some vendors there. Bounce houses. Guided tours of the museum. Uh, some live music that afternoon. The mud volleyball tournaments that day. And I've never been through the museum, but that museum's pretty neat, isn't it? Yeah, it's really cool. I've heard cool. lots of good things yeah. about it. Yeah, it's really neat because it, you know, that's Fort Elliott was the first fort there uh, to protect Tidetown, which was basically the first town in the Panhandle. Yeah. Uh, and so there's Is that whole... where they sold the hides? Yeah. <laughs> Imagine that. <laughs> kind of be smart ass there, guys. I'd... Calm down. Uh, but yeah, there's lots of cool stuff. The. The flagpole out in front of the museum, if I remember right, is I think it's the flagpole that was at the fort. Oh, really? Maybe, or it's, it was either at the fort or it was at the first courthouse. I don't remember which one it is, but I don't, I don't know. I'm not that familiar with my. I know there's a buffalo wall over there where Gus shot some Indians. That's that's about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's... <laughs> All right. <laughs> Oh, but uh, there's a lonesome dove reference. If, yeah, if nobody oh, I got, got it, it. Yeah, I, got I got it. But got it. Uh, then on Sunday they'll have church that morning uh, under the pavilion. Uh, the state cook off is Sunday. Bounce houses will be open. Vendor fair, 
quilt show and all that again. The cornhole, hey. the cornhole tournament Sunday afternoon, and then there'll be a steak dinner that night. Live music that night. Nate McLaughlin. I don't know if you remember Nate. I do. Nate grew up with us. Uh, he lives down by Houston now, I think. Uh, but he's kind of, he'll be there playing that night. Uh, and then Monday will be the vendors and bounce houses, and then the barbecue. Okay. So On really, Monday. you get so, a whole weekend of fun. Yes. With this deal. Small town. And it doesn't seem fun. like you're paying for a whole lot. I mean, there's stuff to buy, and you got to pay to get into the dance. But for yeah. the most part, most of those activities seemed pretty. Yeah. I think you got to pay for the bounce houses, but I think it's that deal. You get a wristband, like it's five, ten dollars yeah. and your kid gets to play all day, you know. Uh, so pretty good deal. And the barbecue teams are allowed to sell the barbecue after yes. we're done. Yeah, cooking. once once you've finished your turn ins, you're allowed to sell. So there may if be if you want to sell it by the plate, sale. if you want to sell it by the pound, whatever you want to do. That was the one big advantage to being out there in the middle of nowhere because yeah. everybody didn't realize that there was like more than us. Well, we sold out quick. <laughs> <laughs> And everybody was really happy about it. It was, it was weird because there was a lady that came by and she you know, was visiting with us. And I told her who I was, where I was from. And she knew my granddad. Well, she had bought, I think we had a turkey or something that we didn't do anything with. Well, she bought this turkey and some sausage that we just cooked for lunch and a little bit of brisket. And she took it back to their family over there. And then that guy it ended up one of her sons or son-in-law, somebody worked with my dad. And on Monday he came in. He's like, hey, that was actually a really good barbecue. Your son did a good job. Well, that's nice. So kind of like last year, how we met that guy that that used to run around and party with her. Yeah, parents. with her parents. Yeah, always what yeah. you want to hang out with. I just, I just remember. <laughs> all right, which one of y'all is the O'Neill? You're a Martin, right? <laughs> of course, it doesn't help. He used to be a state trooper. So I mean, that just <laughs> yeah. That's a whole. They're good odds. He knew our our family history. <laughs> Luckily, it was friendly. Yeah. So, anything else you'd like to mention about this? Uh, we're just, we're looking forward to this year. You know, we've kind of tried to do a little better job of getting the word out. You know, last year we really weren't sure if we were going to have it or not. Yeah. The the uh, association was kind of you know going back and forth on whether they were going to have the Labor Day celebration or not, and finally decided to. And so we were like, well, let's go. So we didn't have a lot of time to get the word out there and just kind of used word of mouth. I called you guys and sent y'all some stuff, and Dad sent some stuff to some of his buddies. And I think what we had eight or nine teams again last year. Uh, uh, there's ten I or eleven. There were 10, ten, yeah, ten. So I think we got uh, into the double digits. So we we just have tried to do a little better job of putting it together this year. We started the Facebook page, uh, got it rolling, pushing some information out there. Uh, and just trying to get some more teams so that we can raise some money to, to really get this scholarship going. Uh, I mean, it, it should be a good deal, but we're preparing for you putting a target on our backs. Adversity Q done recruited a new member. I, I heard. Uh, we're not going to mention any names. We'll wait and see how he he's, does. <laughs> he's fired up. He's been sending me pictures of chicken. <laughs> <laughs> so that's another thing. You know, last year uh, it was just ribs, brisket, and chef's choice. And this year we added chicken and then Chef's Choice will be like just its own category. It won't count towards the overall points. I don't know how I feel uh, about that. Well, I so, feel like you're just really trying to handicap us. Oh, it's fine because we already retired to Bone Marrow. Yeah. Well, that is true, but still. But, I mean, it, 
We Here's the deal. We cooked guys. three chefs' choice last year. We could have won with all three. I'm not concerned. We talked to some of those guys that kind of go to some of those, and they're like, we, we love chefs' choice because it's cool. We, we get to do some different stuff and kind of have some fun with it. But, you know, when you compare a bone marrow to a street taco in the same category, they're like, it's kind of... Yeah, you know, a bunch of sore so, losers. So, what, what do they call that? Um, sour grapes. Yeah. So, uh, they were like, you know, and then that counts for the overall. And so, we're like, okay, well, we'll just kind of make it its own deal, and and we'll add chicken. We'll add another category. We'll add chicken in, uh, and then go from there. So, that's kind of what we've done for this year's setup. We'll see how it works. And what does it cost to enter up in this deal? It's uh twenty five dollars a category. And you don't have to do all categories. No, you don't have to. You have to enter. You have to enter uh, the three main ones: the ribs, brisket, and chicken, to be eligible for the uh, overall. But so you, you don't have to enter all three to be no to, to be eligible. eligible. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, if you eligible. if you want to compete for the overall, yeah, you have to enter all three. Yeah. Uh, but if you don't, you can enter one or two or whatever. Like if you just think your brisket's better than everybody else's, you can just yeah run in there, throw down on brisket. And, Slap that out, chunk but, of yeah. meat down uh, there. Yeah. Or if you just want to do chef's choice, you know, come and do it. You know, so we, we're, we're trying to make it so, like I said, anybody can come. And we we don't care what you cook on, you know. You just you have to cook it on site. Uh, right. If you want to bring a pellet grill or a wood burner. Or, well, that was us last year. Know. We had two pellet grills and a, and a wood burner. Yeah. yeah. So... It, it doesn't matter. Like I said, there are RV hookups, so if you want to bring your RV, hang out. Uh, we'd, we'd love to have you all there. Which uh, I think that's what adverse, Adversity Q is going to do this year. We're going to get us a camper fine. and go down there Friday. and Stay for the weekend. Uh, probably not the whole weekend. Well, no, I mean, we're coming home Sunday. Yeah. I got shit to do, man. I don't blame you. No Memorial Day or no Labor Day is in my business. Yeah, mine either. I mean, they're all Labor Days. But... <laughs> So, Tommy, what is your favorite part about doing this deal? Oh, gosh, I don't know. Or do you have one? It's hanging out with us. Yeah, probably getting to see you guys and hanging out. And, you know, it's just, like I said, it's, it's really cool to me because it's something that I'm pretty sure I was in high school when me and Dad very first started talking about doing something like this. And so to see it finally kind of coming around and coming along is really cool to me. And to see the interest in it, you know, that Facebook page has gone nuts uh that first time i put a flyer out i think it said it reached nearly two thousand people really uh and i so, know i shared it yeah i mean yeah it had like 30 or 40 shares and it said it reached over two thousand people and had all these interactions and i was kind of like wow like this is that's great this is cool this is going to be good uh and so you know other other than that probably the, the neatest part to me, because I'm with y'all guys, is the chef's choice. Right. Like, just seeing all the different stuff that comes in through there. Like, y'all doing the bone marrow, and we've seen some street tacos and chicken lollipops, and I'm trying to think what so else How is. do we graduate from being chefs to uh, being judges on this deal? I guess when y'all are done well, cooking, y'all can come we, judge. We technically had the option last year yeah. because Tommy called me and he said, hey, we're going to do this. Um, do y'all want to cook or do y'all want to judge? And me and Parker talked about it. We're like, oh, we're, we're fucking cooking. We're, we got to overcome that first year shit. And now we won, so it's like, well, you can't can't quit after one. You got to. 
I, I didn't know if there was a limit on how many times we could win before we just became honorary. I mean, look, we defend the title once, okay? And if we if we back to back, no three P. We're walking. There's there's nothing in the rules about how many times you can win it. So this isn't the world goose calling championship. All right, it's not three and done. So, but after this year, if you guys want to be judges, we'll put you on the list. We'll see how it goes. So, how many judges are there? Uh, there's a last bunch, year. Yeah, we we do uh we do like a two tables and then a final. So we do three tables, and so we split. If there's ten of y'all, we usually do you know five entries at this table, five entries at this table, and then we take the top two from each table to the finals table. That's why we had to turn in a half a fucking slab of ribs. Yeah. Oh, uh, that that makes sense so, now. Because we, the first time we did it, we didn't really. We just kind of had all our judges in a room, and they all just kind of picked and grazed. And that's why we got fucked. When when we got to the end, like they they were they were hurting. Oh, I bet. And so that's this past year we split it. So I think we had fifteen judges last year. Is what we had because I think we did five, five, and five. Uh, so okay, and we'll probably try to do something close to that again, uh, if. A bunch of people show up, then we may go recruit some more judges. Yeah, just to make it go a little smoother. But the other problem. So if you too, figure out adversity cues not cooking, it's because we made to get recruited. <laughs> well, that, yeah. and that's one thing I don't think anybody ever thinks of is the judges and how much they have to eat. Yeah. And just how many judges you have to have for this yeah. skill. That was that first year. You know, like I said, we had I think we had ten or twelve judges that first time, and we really didn't split it up at all and everybody just kind of passed it around and by the time we were done and they had tried you know 10 racks of ribs and 10 briskets and 10 chef's choices they were they were hurting oh i bet and so you take even a bite out of all of those and that, mm-hmm. that turns out to be lots yeah. of food and you like it and you're like oh i've got to finish this rib because it's yeah. delightful i've always been curious on the rib deal like you gotta share a rib with the judge because if i'm a judge that's that's not happening well, I mean, I'm taking first bite. Well, for sure. We, we all know how finicky I am about my food. <laughs> I don't really know how they run it in there. That's that's Dad and Terry's kind of thing. Gotcha. Well, I, I just, do. I just remembered the first year you had to tell, or Terry, whoever said, all right, it's going to look a little strange, but every one of you has to taste this bone marrow. <laughs> yeah. And then this past year, Terry asked, he said, all right, which table wants it? <laughs> one table was like, nope, nope, no, we don't, we don't want the bone marrow. The other one was like, we'll try it. And then after they tried it, the other whole, the other whole table wanted to try it after they tried it. Well, that was, you know, uh, we got a, we were sitting there at the awards banquet, you know, we're taking some pictures. This guy walked up and he said, uh, hey, y'all, y'all go cook that bone marrow? Said, yeah. Is that like a family secret or can you tell somebody what you did to that? Or <laughs> He was a judge, so we. We yeah. gave, him, gave him a recipe. Uh, Hopefully he'll be back again. Doesn't matter. We're not doing bone marrow. Well, I know, but I'm just saying. But, Seems to like our style. Yeah. No. And it's like I said, that's that's kind of Terry's department, the whole judging thing. He used to be a judge uh, for Homer's Backyard Ball. Hmm. He, he did that one a couple of times. Okay. So So he kind of understands how some of that should work. Uh, and so I just leave that to him. Him and Dad kind of handle all that. And I... Do all the upfront stuff, checking on everybody and making sure everything's going smooth. And okay, so well, fun deal. So to recap, it's September third. It's twenty five dollars a category to enter, so mm-hmm. it'll be one hundred and twenty five dollars for everything. Yes, 
Cash only, I'm assuming. Yes. Maybe check. Maybe check. Might take, I thought a, it, might take a semi-local check. I thought there yeah. were only four because there's Chef's Choice, brisket, ribs, That's right, hundred dollars. So hundred dollars. So hundred. Yeah. So yeah. hundred total. Yeah. That's my bad. I was thinking five. Who's bad at math now? <laughs> Still me. I know. <laughs> Ross, did you hear him agree with me? I did. I, I like how he wasn't the one that called you out, but he still tried to take credit for it. Yes, us. yes. Uh, good job there, little brother. Um, <laughs> what time can you start cooking? So you can start at 5 a.m. Okay. We, is what, we changed it up. You know, last year it was 7, I think. Yeah, ridiculous. Uh, and Can't cook fucking brisket in that time. Yeah, we I mean, did. we may do, did. but... but uh, So we backed it up to 5. Voice so, wouldn't have fucked up my brisket, probably uh, 1, but... <laughs> You're yeah. not getting into that here, bud. You can basically fire if you're running a, a wood burner. You can fire it whenever you want, and you can start cooking at five as long as all your stuff's been inspected. Uh, and we'll be and around. We'll be around to inspect. We'll be around the night before and early that morning. So uh, two o'clock in the morning, we're ready to get our meat looked at. We're hollering at you. You're coming by. Probably not, but uh, you okay. might, you can go knock on Dad's camper door because he'll have his camper over there. We'll just call Squirrel. It'll be fine. <laughs> He don't live there no more. Oh. He lives in Wheeler now, so yeah. Oh. You're just going to have to wake Dad up. Oh, shit. I don't know if I want to do that or not. I wouldn't mind waking him up. I still <laughs> got beef with him, but... <laughs> uh, but yeah, we're you can start cooking at 5, then we'll have like a little cook's meeting at 8, just to kind of let y'all know how everything's going to work and where you're going to turn in at and uh, that kind of stuff, and then I don't even remember. I think... Chef's choice is at three, maybe. Yeah, I think it's like three, four, five, yeah. six. I think that's right. Yeah, that I think brisket's right. at six. Yeah. I don't remember. It's not a big deal. Go check it out on Facebook. Find the it's a is it a page or a group? It's a page. You search it, it page. should find you it either you way. Search Jody Powledge Memorial Cookoff and you'll find it. So do you want to talk any about the scholarship y'all are planning on doing with this? Or? Well, once, you know, once we get enough money gathered up uh, and we think it's you know, substantial enough, then we'll start giving a scholarship. Our, our alumni association, we, we raise money every year uh, and give out as many scholarships to graduating seniors from Fort Elliott as we can. Okay. Uh, and over the last five years, ten years, I'm trying to think how long we've been doing that. seven or eight years would be my guess when we started giving out these scholarships we've given out close to fifty thousand dollars in scholarships wow uh just because y'all y'all have a big deal every year and i've always kind of wanted to go but it just hadn't worked out yeah because yeah, i we, didn't go there but i mean yeah. i had a lot of friends from port Elliot, so. mm-hmm. yeah in the fall we have the the steak dinner uh that we'll put on usually it's in october sometime i don't think they've set a date for it just yet but they'll do a dinner dance kind of thing uh they'll pre-sell tickets for it uh, and do i don't know we've talked about doing something different this year than a steak dinner because uh, as high as they are right now right that's gonna yeah that, our, our tickets are gonna have we're gonna have to you know we we kind of pride ourselves on not overcharging you know on your tickets for that uh and so if if we did steaks again we'd have to go up to well you know it's just like my my clarendon college reunion 
um, you know, I think tickets for that were like 50 bucks a, a head or something like that. But you yeah. think about it. I mean, you get a ribeye and a baked potato and green beans mm-hmm. and all that. I mean, we're half your fucking gate fee right there. Yeah. Uh, for, we're fortunate enough that we have, you know, the auction items that do really well. And we mm-hmm. have a lot of people that, you know, like they can't come. Like I have a, a teammate of mine that was in uh, California and she's like, well, I can't make it, but I sent him my 50 bucks. So yeah, that's been fortunate through this whole deal for mm-hmm. us. Yeah, no, and that's what that deal is. It's pretty neat because you, you get, we usually have some kind of form of entertainment. Uh, sometimes it's a live band. Last year, we had Chick Wolfgang come and talk, uh, which was pretty neat. Uh, I don't, you know who that is? No. Uh, he's the, the uh, I know Poncho Villa guy. Oh, Wilfong. Yeah. 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 yeah, 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 Chick Wilfong, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I know who you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, he came and talked. It was pretty, it was pretty good, but. Since it was a family function, he couldn't really, couldn't really do a lot of his that. stuff, and so, but it was still really good. Got to uh, almost have a two part deal with that. Yeah, like kids get in here. All right, yeah, yeah. y'all go out, right. play on the bounce house. Uh, now, now everybody, we're gonna have fun now. <laughs> but uh, you know, that JW Lane uh, and County Road X come a few times. Uh, Mitchell Fords came a few times and played, uh, and so we we try to have a good time there. Uh, and then in the spring, uh, we have a scholarship gala. Just a big fancy dinner, live auction kind of stuff, uh, and to raise some money. Uh, and usually, between those and a few other things that we do, we'll do some drive-through dinners. You know, where we'll cook a bunch of pork butts or something, and and do a drive-through deal where you just come pick it up and go home. Uh, that seems to do really well. Uh, but between those, we raise a lot of money, and the scholarship thing has has been really good. Uh, and so that's what this one is going to go in towards being a scholarship in Jody's name. Okay. Which, I mean, if you think about it, I mean, yeah, it's y'all need to raise a lot of money, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, but Fort Elliott's not a very big school. So no. I would assume that you're probably helping most of the kids that graduate. Yes. Because I'm yeah. sure y'all have got some that don't go to mm-hmm. college or whatever, so you, they probably don't get anything. But yeah. I'm guessing that it would be really hard not to get a scholarship. Yeah, no, it is like even even those kids that just go to a trade school or, or a tech program or something, we still try to give them something there too. Um, That's great. So, but yeah, most of the kids, I think last year there were nine or ten seniors, and I think almost all of them got something. Yeah. You know, we kind of do it, divvy it out into different amounts depending on. Which is cool because y'all have a very small school, but you're, you're – uh participation in stuff oh, seems yeah. to be through the roof. I mean, yeah. it, I know it was when I was in school. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, Cause you know, y'all had everywhere. like 50 kids in school and 49 of them were in FFA or doing something. Yeah. They were active and, in FFA. Yeah. They would all show up. Yeah. You know, you would, you'd see all of them at an FFA mm-hmm. meeting or something. You know, and that was what was kind of cool is you'd look at, you know, Y'all mm-hmm. taking the whole school to the state convention or whatever. You look at White Deer, you know, we'd have 30 people out of 120 in the school, something like that. Then you look at Royce's alma mater. and We'd like, have like four. Four people out of 400. Yeah. No, I graduated with 300. Okay. And I remember, Four out of 1,200. I remember with Mr. Dunn, we took a Suburban one time. It was most people we took. Yeah, it's impressive. Was it? Four? I know. I know. There was. There was one year. I felt like I was intruding on the Dunn family vacation. 
It, it was a little awkward at first, but we got past that. Must, must have been that you were a district officer. You'd have bailed otherwise. Might have been. I don't know. No, I think it was the first year I went. Okay. Still had a good time, but neither here nor there. But yeah, it's really cool because that, that school, for being so small, those kids are involved in everything. Yeah. I mean, from FFA to sports to academics, one-act play, like those kids go all the time, 24-7. Uh, and they they do pretty good at lots of that yeah, stuff. Yeah, they're 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 really good. Uh, you know, they're like I said, their FFA program is really competitive. Their one act play is really well. UIL does really well. Uh, had some pretty good golf teams. My cousin Molly was on the golf team. Uh, they went to state last two years. So I mean, they've they've got some talent. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's that that's a good thing. That's a lot of towns don't have that, and it's yeah. it's sad. And I, you know, is what it is, but it's a cool place. Yeah. Y'all go check it out. Oh. We won't lock you in the jail. Probably. Maybe. Unless you misbehave. Don't be misbehaving. Because we're friends with the ex-trooper. And we got an old jail there, an ex-jail, you might call it. So, yeah. but citizen's arrest, bitch. I hope we get parked next to him again. That's a good time. I liked him. I bet we can handle that. And everybody that you run into is super friendly because, uh, you know, it's a good small town atmosphere. You know, mm-hmm. like that guy that we were talking about. I mean, yeah, he knew our parents 30 years ago, but he's like, hey, y'all need something? Camper's right here. Y'all yeah. go in, use the bathroom, take a nap, hit some AC, whatever you got to do. And yeah. then he ran a hose out that had hot water where you could wash stuff. And it's a very really? welcoming yeah. environment. Yeah. It, it's a neat place. Uh, I mean, doesn't I matter would if never live there, but. No. Doesn't matter if you're from there or not, you're going to be welcomed with open arms. Typical small town America. Yep. Yeah. I moved to Mobiti a year and a half ago now, I guess. Mm hmm. You know, always lived in Briscoe uh, or outside of town. And so I moved to Mobiti about a year and a half ago, and it's a great place. Like, everybody takes care of everybody, and it's. It's nice. I mean, you got 20 people. Everybody's got to look out for everybody. Yeah, there's, there's more than that. But. You know, back when I was team roping, I used to really enjoy going to the jackpots that they used to have at Mobiti. Like at the Oasis or out at Scoots? I think it's out at Scoots. It was yeah. the outdoor arena. It yeah. wasn't the old Moby Dome. It was... Yeah. Yeah. No, it, I mean, it's a good time. Everybody was friendly. Mm-hmm. Just, I remember that from, you know, high school, just yeah. how friendly everybody was. So, yeah, cool deal. All right. Anything else? Did we forget anything? I think we covered it all. Okay. Moving on. Any random thoughts from anybody? I don't think I've got any today. We've got some rain. That's always fun. That's nice. Really excited about that. We've got two rains now, actually, under our belts. Hitting records, bud. <laughs> we are, because they have been, <coughs> they've been frog stranglers, especially for the town of White here. I mean, yep. you get out on this edge of it, and they've been really nice good rains very welcome rains but white deer's been flooded a couple weeks in a row hopefully all y'all came out and watched the white deer rodeo last week both friday and saturday and know what we're talking about boy howdy that good deal time. got western on friday <laughs> that is exactly what i was gonna say tyler and then it made the rodeo so How much do you know better. you were dry the whole time <laughs> i was watching it roll off the windshield <laughs> it, it kicked those whoppers into high gear <laughs> A time or two. But, uh, no, the rodeo was really good Saturday, and I was up there taking down banners and stuff. Monday, I guess. Wouldn't believe the amount of little kid shoes that we found. Like, high-dollar little kid shoes. Like, the little Twisted X type. It's like, fuck around. 
Wish, I, wish I'd have seen that calf scramble. <laughs> I bet there was a bunch of mad mamas at the end of that deal. Oh, it was it was dirty. Did did they have to help the kids catch the calves in that deal? I don't think they helped them catch the calves, but I know they had to help a bunch of them get back out of the arena because they. Was... I knew they did that because they were just falling down. Like one kid was out there trying to get the mud out of his pants. Yeah, it was it was a wild time, as we promoted it would be. Yeah, no, it, everything that we told you it would be and more. We didn't think it was going to rain. Not that much. We're happy anyway. it did, but fuck around. All righty. Well, we don't have any trivia this week, do we? I've already been through them all. I thought so. That's pretty anticlimactic. Tommy, you got anything you want to add? I think I'm good. I appreciate you guys having me. Hey, Tommy, we appreciate you helping out with the White Deer Rodeo last weekend. Oh, you're, you're welcome. Oh, shit. You're going to be nice. I'll break him back down. <laughs> we would have preferred to have your dad on here to talk about this, but you know, we'll take what comes. And so we, yeah. we thank you for that. Maybe next year. Maybe next year we get you in studio. We break him in by calling him. That that would probably be your best bet. Yeah, I don't see him coming over here to hang out with us. No, probably not. Yeah. All righty. Well, everybody, uh, hope you're staying safe out there. Staying dry. Or not wet. your ground, but I mean, personally. That's what you want to tell a bunch of farmers, bud. So I, I just meant like their, their, their person, person with all the all the rain we've got. You know, personally staying dry. I don't mind getting a little wet, but <laughs> yeah, we, me and Tommy noticed last week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But anyway, thanks everybody for tuning in. We hope y'all have enjoyed this and uh, we'll see you next week. Yeah. Thanks everybody. See ya. See you. Love you. Bye. Fat and docile, big and dumb. They look so stupid. They aren't much fun. Cows aren't fun They eat to grow, grow to die Die to be et at the hamburger fry Cows well done Nobody thunk it, nobody knew No one imagined the great cow guru Cows are one he hid in the forest, read books with great zeal. He loved Che Guevara, a revolutionary veal. Cows a tongue. He spoke about justice, but nobody stirred. He felt like an outcast, alone in the herd. Cow doll drums. He moved, we must fight, escape or we'll die. Cows gathered around, cause the stakes were so high. Bad cow pun But then he was captured Stuffed into a crate Loaded onto a truck Where he rode to his fate Cows are bummed He was a scrawny calf Who looked rather woozy No one suspected He was packing an Uzi Cows with guns They came with a needle To stick in his thigh He kicked for the groin he pissed in their eye Cow well hung Knocked over a tractor And ran for the door Six gallons of gas Flowed out on the floor The run cows run He picked up a bullhorn And jumped up on the hay We are free roving bovines We run free today
We will fight for bovine freedom and hold our large heads high. We will run free with the buffalo or die. Cows with guns. Crashed the gate in a great stampede, tipped over milk truck, torched all the feed. Cows have fun. Sixty police cars were piled in a heap, covered in cow pies, covered up deep. Much cow dung. Black smoke rising, darken in the day, twelve burning McDonald's. Have it your way. We will fight for bovine freedom and hold our large heads high. We will run free with the buffalo or die. Cows with guns. The president said, "Enough is enough." These uppity cattle. It's time to get tough. Cow dung flung. The newspapers gloated. Folks sighed with relief. Tomorrow at noon, they would all be ground beef. Cows on buns. The cows were surrounded. They waited and prayed. They mooed their last moos. They chewed their last hay. Cows outgunned. The order was given to turn cows to whoppers, enforced by the might of ten thousand coppers. But on the horizon, surrounding the shoppers, came the deafening roar of chickens in choppers. We will fight for bovine freedom and hold our large heads high. We will run free. The buffalo or die. Oh, 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 o